0: At this point in my life, it is a well-known fact that I find the world a very confusing place. One thing I'm not confused about, bee, those ain't pants. I don't know what they are, but pants, they ain't. bee on the base? And Bonjour amigos. welcome back, glad you're here. No pressure today, Fishby, no pressure. But I'm told if we do real well, like real good, there's a chance today's podcast might actually be on the internet. Can you imagine? It'll be us and cats that play piano and celebrities in their underpants and and us. We've really made it if we... You know, make it to the internet. So last night, and I regret doing this, but I understand it's kind of part of my job. I watched the Donald Trump and Tucker debacle from the crime scene by the sea, Mar-a-Lago. And I didn't go in with very high expectations. I was thinking something, if I recall back to yesterday, something akin to Alex Jones and Roger Stone. Something akin to that. But it was way worse than even I thought it would be. It was totally incoherent. If they were drinking Red Bull through their noses with a lube launcher, It would have made more sense than what transpired. Not since Sylvester Stallone's brain wrestled with the topic of making a Rocky movie in the theme of arm wrestling called Over the Top. Has mental gymnastics like this taken place? It was a what the fuck all the way around. And I think Tucker is a zealot, And I think he's an embarrassment. And I think there's no way he's masculine enough to pull off jeans. That said, I was embarrassed for him. It was that bad. It was that awful. It was just Trump rambling and Tucker giggling, and I didn't get it. Maybe he asked four questions, maybe five over the course of an hour. Just... Trump rambling and Tucker in his khakis giggling. Trump voters are no longer allowed. Of course they are. Of course they will. But if the world was just, which it is not, but if the world was just, Trump voters would no longer be allowed to criticize Biden's mental acuity because that display Does not embolden confidence. However, hardcore Biden voters, same boat. If the world was just, which of course it's not. They would not be allowed to poke fun at Trump's mental acuity. Because your guy is Biden both ways around. The only loser here, if it's Trump Biden, is gosh darn America. So the first Republican debate has been scheduled for the third week of August on Fox News, because where else would it be? But on stage right now, you have Trump, Nikki Haley, uh, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. Does that get the blood pumping? And... Anti woke businessman author Vivek Ramaswamy, who's already floated lightning in a bottle ideas like using the US military to quote invade the failed narco state to our south. And I just learned today that Tim Scott, the South Carolina senator, has formed an exploratory committee. Tim Scott, by the way, they've done some polling in South Carolina. He's a senator from there. He's polling fourth behind Trump, DeSantis, and Nikki Haley, and then Tim Scott in his home state, which I don't think bodes well for a successful, successful candidacy, but we'll find out. Ron DeSantis, still question marks. Everyone thinks Captain Ron is going to run. I think he might sit this one out and just let this shit show ensue and then get ready for 28, but we'll find out. Mike Pence is likely going to announce. Mike Pompeo is likely going to announce the former Secretary of State. Chris Sununu, definite Maybe. The governor of New Hampshire, live free or die. And then, of course, Chris Christie, not a definite maybe, but uh, twist his arm and throw in a few meatballs. It's not a big guy thing. I just think that any deal can be sweetened with meatballs. So we'll see if Chris Christie steps up to the meatball plate. All right, Fishby, obviously, that's your music, which... So, kick them over, or... Jesus Christ, are you gonna fly them again? That's a miracle. That is... That is a miracle. Yo, Jeremiah Pickle-Nickel! These are getting worse, Fishby. I can't believe I'm longing for the days of Gary. Yo, Jeremiah Pickle-Nickel, it's me, B. And you've lived all over. So where are the worst drivers in America? And how will our little podcast ever compete with Howie Mandel and Tom Scandoval-Sandoval? And do you ever wish you were more religious? Well, that is a... Very poignant way to end. So, yeah, I, well, I wouldn't say I've lived all over. I've skipped the middle of the United States entirety. But I have done the four corners. I've done California, Washington State, New England, and Florida. So I can offer you that. And according to me, and we're about, we're about to go see this firsthand, being, but the worst drivers in America right by the resorts in Orlando, right right by Disney, and right by Universal. Now, in fairness, if you were to fly me into Beijing or Rome or really anywhere outside the United States and gave me the keys and kicked me out the door and told me to have some fun out there, try not to hit anything, I wouldn't do a good job either. But because of the draw of Disney World and Universal, there are people from a hundred different countries, may or may not speak the language, a lot of wrong way action, scares the bejesus out of me. I'm not criticizing because if you were to give me a car in Beijing and told me to drive to Disney, I would not do a good job. You know what else is down there? This is fun. Not to be confused with world's second largest McDonald's by square footage in Reno that's located right next to the Podcast Hall of Fame. Last time I was in Orlando, there wasn't a lot to do because we just had a hurricane. Like in October. We actually went, me and the kids went on a field trip to world's largest McDonald's by square footage. There were no signs or anything. It's just on Wikipedia or something. And it was it was an underwhelming experience. And because and of the hurricane, they were down to nothing. Like, your only beverage option was high C. No ice, but they only had high C. We'll see if it goes better this time. And how will we ever compete, our little podcast, with Howie Mandel and Tom Scandoval Sandoval? Oh, we don't. We don't. I I can't imagine that those that we have gained, we are fortunate enough to have become just a little slice of their daily media diet. (laughs) I can't believe we're sharing even one listener with that debacle. A Howie Van Mandel fan, I am I sure I respect. I respect longevity. Is Howie Mandel one of my quote unquote dudes? Uh, no. And Tom Scandoval, Sandoval, I tried to watch an episode of Vanderpump Rules. This human. I mean, he would fit right in with, like, Trump and Palin and Nuge and Kid Rock. He is, uh, not cleansing with a full bar of soap or whatever the expression about picnic baskets is. And do you ever wish you were more religious? This is very deep. You know, I consider myself like, you know, like a lot of Oprah fans. A very spiritual person. He claimed to be a Rastagnob and which is the best parts of Rastafarianism and Buddhism and Methodism and Agnosticism and Jediism. A Rastagnob but Medi. But the advantage of being real religious And I do have faith, but the advantage of being uber-religious with an undying faith is it does give you an advantage. It is a relaxing and calming thought to just rely on God's plan. What a wonderful thing. Don't worry about a thing. You just do your best and it is what it fuck it is after that. You know why? because God's got your back, and you're going to land in precisely the right situation at precisely the moment you're supposed to, so don't stress out about a gosh darn thing. That's That's a real advantage. When you can just go, everything happens for a reason, Keep it moving. It's a, it's a tremendous advantage, and yeah, I'm jealous of that. And I can get myself there sometimes, but something in my brain forgives me from completing that loop philosophically. Maybe one day I'll get there. I don't know. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Mantis has prayed. I got big plans today, bee. Big plans. I may or may not go for a walk. I may or may not do chores. But I promise you this, I'm going to watch The Mandalorian, and my nights are booked for the foreseeable future watching the NBA playoffs. So That's that. On behalf of Super Gladys Wonder Kitty, me love you a long time. Till manana. Say adios, Fishby.